price drop? Time to shop. Get to a Nordstrom Rack store today for first dibs on new markdowns. Now score even more, up to 70% off brands everyone loves at Nordstrom Rack. Denim, dresses, sneakers, tops, and more. Plus, get genius deals on jackets, sweaters, and boots for the whole family. Shop your Nordstrom Rack store today and save up to 70% with new markdowns. But hurry, deals this great won't last. 911, what's your emergency? I can't find Captain Nash and his wife's cruise ship. Somebody Tonight, 911 comes to ABC. If we're going to make it out of here, we got to work together. Tonight at 9 on ABC, followed by 7 News at 11. She was hired to fix DC's 911 problems. It was the worst I'd ever seen. But instead says she was fired for exposing the failures. The blame belongs in leadership. Now the I-team digs into what fueled the mayor's decision. Tonight on 7 News at 5. Hey everybody, Holden here. Oh, hey, I'm Jake. And I just wanted to take a quick second to talk about this live show we got going on in Brooklyn in June. Oh, are you talking about the live podcast event of the season? Oh my God, yes, I'm talking about the live podcast of the season. Of course, aside from maybe like Lost Podcast of the Left Live, but you know what I mean? But this is its own thing. Wizard and the Bruiser, page seven on one stage. It's going to be incredible at the Bell House on June 9th. That's Sunday, June 9th at the Bell House. Doors are at seven. The show is at 7.30. You can get tickets online for just 25 bucks. We're going to have merch. We're going to have signed posters. We're going to be hanging out after the show. Come party with us. Uh, Don't party with Jackie. She's a violent presence. (laughs) See you there, guys. Jambalaya, crawfish pie, Philly gumbo. For tonight, I'm going to see my chef and B.O. Pick a top, fill food job, and be a gale. Son of a gum, we going to have some fun on the bio. Happy 30th anniversary, Steel Magnolias. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> Steel Magnolias. Magnolias. The funnest, saddest movie ever. God, it's just so good. My name is Jackie Zabrowski. Welcome to Page 7, guys. Who we got here? My name is Molly Neffel, and I realized that if I was given a quiz on the first, like, five to ten seconds of every song you sing... I would have like a 25% passing rate. <laughs> well, do you know Jambalaya? Do you know that song? As you got, like by the end, I'm usually like, ah, yeah. like. But yeah, I need a good, one. I need, this is how I was at middle school dances too. Everyone else would like scream when they heard the first few seconds of a song and I'd be like, yeah. <laughs> but Ooh, I didn't me know too, until. Me like. <laughs> again, again, hi, Holden McNeely. I think it, that, that you have the power now, Jackie, to literally make up any song attribute it to any fake thing you want to and Molly will completely 100% buy it. You have the power. I'll be Ooh. like, yeah, that's so cool. I love that song. <laughs> Which is what shimmy, I did. Shimmy, shimmy, shimmy. I got chimps <laughs> in my panties and I'm scared, scared, scared of their big, big teeth. <laughs> Do you remember that? It's from Slumber Party 2019. <laughs> I like this one from The Final Cowboy. I like smoking cigarettes. (laughs) I think everybody should smoke a cigarette. You bet we all should get addicted to that thing. I like to say nicotine is my king. Are you trying to April Reels Day me right now? I I feel you. I hear you. I really like that. 
Your Holden's one sounded like a song in a musical, like how they, they kind of start with yes, talking. the real cowboy, the musical, yeah. And or the final cowboy, I'm sorry. The real cowboy was the first. The final cowboy is the sequel. Tell me I was not the only person in high school who felt so out of touch and uncool, and I would just pretend I knew songs. So, so like, I think, oh, yeah, I love that album. Oh, which yeah. Like now I still is, kind of do that sometimes. Everybody. Yeah. Pre- I actually unabashedly now, as a rule of thumb, because I used to do that so much, um, I used to, in social situations, get stressed out and be like, yeah, yeah. And then they, I'd end up getting called on it every yeah. fifth time because of it's course. like, if you're bullshitting, you're bullshitting. No, if someone says, have you heard this? And I've never heard it. I'm just like, no, I have not heard of it. You know what I mean? Yeah. But I did that. Everybody lied so much about what they knew. Remember just like lying about your knowledge of sex with people? Oh, yeah. Being oh, like, oh, yes. yeah. I know what that <laughs> is. Definitely. I, I know, you know, you'd someone show you the number 69 and you'd be like, yeah, yeah, Crazy. I know. Yeah. I remember <laughs> that. I remember exactly having this exact conversation on the playground. I remember exactly where I was on the bridge on the playground <laughs> with the word fuck. Yeah. Somebody was like, well, you know what the word fuck means. And I didn't know, like, I, I knew it was a bad word that meant like, Damn it! But I didn't know the other. <laughs> I was like a fourth grader. To be fair, I wasn't right, a high schooler. Right, yeah. But they were like, "Well, you know what fuck means," and I was like, oh, yeah, I know what fuck means." And they were like, "They said something like, oh yeah, that person fucked that other.'" And I was like, "That doesn't make any sense." <laughs> I didn't know. You're so Midwestern, Molly. I love it. <laughs> I was. I thought that would be like saying that person dameted somebody else. Well, I was I, like, "That's it's not how you use that." Yeah, word. it's like thinnering someone. Yeah, you fuck. Yes, <laughs> I did. I've, I've 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 talked about this before, but I had both of my sex talks were um with uh, Woody Allen. Like like what what wasn't really a sex talk. It was just Woody Allen movies that I watched with each different parent. My father, <laughs> I watched everything you want to know about sex. But we're afraid to ask. With we did not speak the entire time, and by the end, it was like, "Yeah, so now we're fine, right? We don't have to do this." My mom, though, she was I was laying on the couch. She was like ironing behind me. And she we, she we she threw on Mighty Aphrodite, which I did not realize was going to be like completely covered wall to wall with sex topics. Oh no! And she was just like, anything in this movie that they talk about that you don't understand, feel free to ask me. Oh, what did you ask her about? Nothing. I was frozen in horror. <laughs> I was frozen in terror. And I remember at one point she was like, the, a, a blowjob was mentioned, and she 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 was like, so do you know what a blowjob is? And I was just like, yeah, like so frightened. And I don't think I really did at that time know what it was, but I definitely said yes and pretended because I was mortified. Oh, but that's tough because it sounds like that's like thinking through it as an adult. That sounds like a good approach to be like, it's not bad. I'm just going to put this thing on. It's going to mention sex. And if you have any questions, let me know. Weird that it was Woody Allen both times. Yeah. See, my problem is I had I had a sex talk, but we had it when we were in the pool. My mom and I were in the pool, and oh. I was a I think I was eleven or twelve, and I still had a life preserver on. And I was like, shouldn't we be dealing with the bigger issue here that I'm so scared and that I don't know how to swim? And I'm in this pool, and you want to talk to me about putting penises inside of vaginas right now? I think that there are bigger fish to fry. First of all, don't do that in the pool because yeah. you'll get some kind of bad bacteria. Yeah, but you going. know you can't get pregnant (laughs) it swims out it goes in and then it it goes out and they're like oh no this one doesn't want it and i didn't actually see showgirls as a kid but somehow that pool sex scene it it's like it was beamed into my brain that i Mm. knew that sex in a pool was so sexy Uh and then as it loomed large in my mind that there was sex in a pool in showgirls and then i finally watched showgirls like three years ago and i was like 
that's the sex scene in Showgirls? Have you seen it recently? I have an admission to make. I have never actually sat down and watched Showgirls. It's worth it. I, I haven't a- done it in a long time, but I definitely it was one of those that I watched in secret in my room, hoping that no one would come in, like around the you know my astronaut's wife time. For I feel like for us it's it was it. Um, Species, I believe it wasn't it Ooh. the sci-fi horror with the, yeah. Was that Species right? That yummy, was the big, yummy. That was the late night boy. Beat Beat movie, but also, um, and they do it in the show. They do it in, oh, fuck, what's the name of that show about the girls playing themselves in middle school on Hulu? Pen 15. Pen 15, which I fucking loved, and that episode with Wild Things hit so close to them. They all watch, they all get together to try to maybe hook up with each other a little bit, these young kids, and the whole setting is they're gonna hang out and watch Wild Things. Remember (laughs) Wild Things? I do. Oh, yeah. See, that, you talk about beaming into your brain. That's what happened with me with Wild Things because I just knew about it, and so I imagined it in my brain that by the time (laughs) I saw it, I was like, I mean, it's great, but, like, it's not what I was thinking up here. It's not like a nine and a half weeks, you know? Right. A Cruel Intentions, perhaps? <laughs> cruel Intentions also loomed large in my Yes, and was very underwhelming when I actually, I was like, okay. They, it was the same thing with, like, Britney Spears and Madonna kissing. You know what I mean? You're just right. like, oh, Yeah, they kiss. Oh, it's so sexy. You but know what I mean? the thing is, you guys, I can't emphasize how fucking weird the pool sex scene in Showgirls is. It's <laughs> not that it's, it's not that it's, like, a dud or it's so, like, Elizabeth Berkeley is out of her damn mind okay. and Ooh. has never seen sex before. <laughs> like, it is the, it is the, by is she like far, thra- is thrashing a word? Thrashing is not even, does not even do justice <laughs> to what happened. <laughs> I <laughs> It's, it's as, like, it's as if no one, Paul Verhoeven, it's as if none of them had ever seen sex before. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> is it like slurpy? Like, is it lippy? It's like, it's like kind of seizure um, um, I think. <laughs> You know no, what I mean. There's no slurping. There's just just thrashing is as is, is, is close, flailing, uh, seizing. It's just, it truly is. I was in a Paul Verhoeven um, film watching event for a while. Ooh, and we tried okay. to go through all of the different Paul Verhoeven uh, films. And Showgirls, uh, it, 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 so it's fresh in my mind. I, like I said, it was three or four years ago. And it's just the most remarkable sex scene I've seen and I'll, and I I'll tried to look time. it up, but it took me straight to a pornographic website, and I just saw a guy jerking a gen- his gigantic. What is very off. funny is I did the same thing as I was, <laughs> and I wrote "pool sexy." That I was like, "No, that's not it. Nope, that's not it. Nope." And that's it not felt it. like, and for a second, it felt like when I accidentally stumbled across something like that when I was at my de- day job at my at the desk, being like, "Oh fuck, this is oh, inappropriate." So oh, I'm hearing God. Molly's voice, and I'm just seeing this massive. Penis, because they're trying to get me, of course, to take some pills or something to make my penis longer, as if that's as if that's really going to be the thing that pleases a woman. Uh, not your ability to sort of, I don't know, like be uh, uh, present and really uh, aware and of their body. And understanding and, and communicating listening. through no, sexuality. You just, you just need to get a penis the size of their torso, and then if you can reach the... Reach their fucking the bottom of their bottom throat. Of their throat <laughs> you will then, um, you will then never be lonely again. Uh, and and she'll also want to play video games with you and uh, sports with you. Um, yeah. So, anyways, uh, that's what just happened to me. And, uh, Both I, of you just watched a few seconds of porn while I was. Yes! Oh yeah, I didn't want to stop doing it, but I was like, I should probably, we, I should probably pay attention to this conversation. I became, it became intensely uh, awkward and incorrect. <laughs> 
deep within my soul. Uh, but anyways, I will go watch that later. You gotta uh, go watch it later. And I got that's probably the first time that two of the three members of Page 7 have been watching porn during Page 7. <laughs> so see, yeah, at that's the same time. Yeah, it's kind of cute, though. How did you end up watching Showgirls, though? I think that's the better question here, Molly. This, we, we got in this Paul, my, a group of friends who had just had a baby wanted to keep hanging out, and so they invited us over to their what? house like what? once a month. What? So... After the baby would go to bed, we started watching. Why? We watched so that Robocop. she could get all hotsy yeah, like, like I just this? had a baby, but I still need to slurp. No, because you st- you're stuck at home when you have a baby, and so in order for us to keep hanging out, they invited us over. Shout out to Robocop, by the way. Fucking rules, dude. And, the, and, when he shoots <laughs> the penis off the guy or whatever, too. Yeah. yeah. Get the penis off with that gun. Robocop <laughs> was how it started, and then we were like, Paul Verhoeven is such a strange director. Let's work our way through all the Paul Verhoeven Oh, films. and he did Showgirls. He did Showgirls. He did Starship Troopers. Yeah, which I l- absolutely loved Starship oh, Troopers. Yeah. I saw it in the theater. And we, R- Wizard of the Bruiser, actually, um, full disclosure, recently did an episode on RoboCop. Really? So I'm surprised Showgirls actually didn't come up on more than one occasion in that episode. But as a as a body of work, it doesn't make any it's sense insane. that the same guy did RoboCop and Showgirls. That makes no sense. Starship Troopers and RoboCop are very intertwined yeah. um, thematically and just stylistically, but that were there fake advertisements in Showgirls for like products that built the world uh, it no, no there is no it is a it is a it is a turn like it makes no sense and then we're somehow and then we got into the the film club took a turn to films that remind us of Paul Verhoeven films. Okay. So then okay. we took a turn to like Basic Instinct and then yeah. from there we went to um the one the Bunny Boiler one uh uh with uh. Glenn Close you know, oh, not fatal needful attack. things. What is Fa- it? God damn it. Okay. Fatal attraction. I know you're fatal trying attraction. to sit here and say that you're having an innocent movie night with these other parents, but these are all very horny movies. Sometimes it's okay. You know, <laughs> we all watch Eyes Wide Shut as a group. You know, I get it. You, you got to get all your squirts together so but that you can parent I, better. I assume that's what life is like. It I'm, didn't start horny. It started with RoboCop. I know, and then we just well, followed this trail, this winding Paul Verhoeven trail. I have we been like, horny a time RoboCop. or two whilst watching RoboCop. Yeah, by the way, first of all, second of all, okay, that other couple wants to have sex with you guys. And if you want to sit here and be like, Oh, that's not happening. You can march right out that door, Missy. Who's the baby's father, Molly? Who's the baby's father, Molly? (laughs) It was a big group of friends, and it it started. It was the most innocuous thing. Like ten friends, starting with RoboCop, and then and then went to Starship Troopers, and then went to Showgirls, and then we were like, "Well, let's watch the other like sexy '90s films," and that's how we got down the basic instinct, fatal attraction path. And And I know I keep bringing it up. You guys maybe now should watch Bound together because I can't stop thinking about Bound and talk about a sexy 90s movie. Yeah. I don't remember Bound. Uh, Bound was uh, Jennifer Tilly. Yeah, and uh, I want to say Gladys Jones, but because I can't think of her name right now. And it is a, it's like a con movie that they, so like Jennifer Tilly is the wife of this mobster and um, Gladys Jones helps her essentially, she's like a bad girl. And then they just fuck. Ooh, do they fuck? Sorry, spoiler (laughs) alert. They fuck. They fuck a lot. Uh, if they didn't fuck and you going into that movie, the, the, knowing what you know about it, they didn't have sex, that would be like incredibly disappointing. Yeah, I yeah, mean, if yeah, I'm yeah. coming off a of basic instinct, I better be getting something sexy. Mm-hmm. But I will say, speaking of fucking and getting herny, herny sauce, I saw all the memes, all the memes out there that were talking about like, oh, this Memorial Day weekend, it's 
beautiful outside. You should stay in and binge watch The Society. And I did it. I watched all of Society in a day and a half. And also, a lot of people reached out to me saying, like, oh, fill the Riverdale void with Society. And essentially, I read this um, this review of it that was like, I went down a long hole of Pretty Little Liars and Riverdale, and then I stumbled into this. I was like, Hoor? So I <laughs> watched our exact all of it in language. a day and a half, and it is sexy, and it makes no sense. Okay, so sell me on, I, I think Molly, I can speak for both of us, neither of us have seen The Society, right? True. Sell me, I am like, I'm J- Joe I- Idiot, right? I'm Joe uh, Shoes, right? I don't Joe know what's going on. That's I don't it, know that's what's all. going on. Aren't I'm just you saying, a professional just... entertainer? Joe <laughs> Shoes? That's just, I'm a plane, I'm a, I'm a day-to-day boy. You okay, know, the common last boy. name of shoes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, all right, fine. I'm Joe uh, uh, Johnson. B- Johnson. I'm Joe Johnson. <laughs> shoes Johnson. And have I got a dick enlargement pill for you. Yeah, you do. Let's get it swole. Get it bigger and swole. I'm, okay, I'm Ronald Ron, okay? <laughs> You're getting worse at it. Your every choice is worse than the previous choice. Ronald driving cars. Okay. And uh, I have never seen Riverdale. I've never seen any. I don't watch. I don't even know what Netflix is, okay? Okay. What? You're a rare man. Just... Your last name is Shoes, and you don't know what Netflix is. You're the opposite of an everyman. I also have shape-shifting abilities. Yes, oh, I see, can Now, that's it. something we should get into. Ron driving cars? Is that what you're Yes, Ron driving cars. I can turn into a Seahawk, uh, but only once a year. You but should only have opened with that. I definitely would want to have a conversation with you if you opened with that. Bit of a warg over here. So, anyways, the society. Uh, hi, Jackie. I'm Joe Shoes. What is the deal? <laughs> so, the society in the in the first episode, it is a group of seniors that are going on their senior class trip, and they say goodbye to all their parents, and everything. They get on the buses, they fall asleep on the buses, and then they turn around. And the driver says, "Like, oh, all the roads are closed, so we brought you back to the to the town." So they get off the buses, and everyone in the town is gone. And so they have to, they have no internet access. They cannot, like, all of the roads out of this tiny town are all blocked. And then they have to rebuild society together as a group of seniors. And what do you do, of course, in the first part of it? You all party and you fuck and you fuck and you fuck. And then you kind of get past that. But also, this is chock full of teen fucking in just so many different circumstances where you're like, you know, there's probably bigger fish to fry at this point in time, but then there's a sociopath, there's murder, there's lies, there's, it is garbage. Is there breasts? Is there penis? Is there anything? There are no breasts and penises, but there's definitely a lot of, which I feel like they actually got right about teenage sex life. There's a lot of masturbation in front of each other, which I feel like is a safe way to get into sex mm-hmm. when you're a teenager and grinding and, and yeah, yeah yeah all that good stuff yeah but it's um it's great and uh i i definitely it was one of those things where i haven't seen goth daddy in a while because he's been out of town and i just got so excited because you know those shows that you're like partners out of town i'm gonna watch all of it and i don't give a Fuck, and I'm not going to see the outside, and I ate six bags of popcorn, and I smiled. (laughs) It sounds like, remember years ago we talked about the very real reality show Kid Nation? Mm -hmm. Uh, To catch you up, Holden, it was a real reality show circa 2008 or 2009 where they legit took, like, 
I can't remember, between 15 and 20 kids, I think, and, like, put them in the desert and let them build their own society. They weren't teens. They were, like, 12-year-olds. And thinking, we talked about it on the show a while ago, and, and it was, like, I was like remembering it like it was a dream. I was like, this seems like a terrible idea, but they really did it. And what you're describing, Jackie, is like a great because they're teens. They're a little bit more grown up. uh, But that's basically like the narrative version of like, what if what if young people could build a society? Yeah. Oh, yeah. And that's and they actually I feel like did a good job of like they're the ones that are like, no, we need to ration the food. We need to do these things. And so I thought it was smart in all of those ways. But I will definitely say that it is trash. And anyone that I've described it to like, that sounds awful. It's like, but it's beautifully awful. Don't you see? Don't you realize? Of course, it'll never be Riverdale. Nothing will ever be Riverdale. Well, see, I will say, because I think you you wanted to talk about, like, what are those shows that we watch, that we binge watch without our lovers mm-hmm. around loving on us and we just mm-hmm. sort of make love, right? A lovemaking happening. Um, and for me... <laughs> like tonight, because Lexi's out of town. Lexi's, so, Lexi, So, like, what do you, yeah. what do you watch uh, when Lexi's nights, out of town? Uh, Wednesday nights, a lot of times, Lexi, she's like an overnight nanny on Wednesdays. Oh. Um, does the thing. So, uh, I'm alone, and it's a pretty much predominantly, for me, anime. So that is just like trash, like garbagey garbage, or not even garbagey per se. I don't want to get people get upset with me for calling certain anime garbage, but like I watch JoJo's Bizarre Adventure, I watch Dragon Ball Z Kai, which is this, uh, which is like old school Dragon Ball Z but recut to cut out all the filler, um, just stuff like that. And then also, wait, they have an abridged version of Dragon Ball Z. Dragon Ball Z has at least um, a year of your life of material that is literally a guy just going, oh, <laughs> like, sc- like just screaming and staring at you on the TV screen with like, just like this force field around him. Literally, like there are they 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 were able to cut. I forget how many. It's like a ludicrous amount of episodes. It's like 40 20 minute long episodes of fat out of that show and re-released it because they were just drawing it out to like just, you know, save money and whatever. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. So yeah. the entire episodes of people just powering up, right? Sorry to bring Wizard of the Bruiser to page seven. But <laughs> no, anyways. I am interested. We listen. We're, we're well-rounded. There's literally, I used to come home from school and watch it with my friend, and we would literally every, it would just, oh! <laughs> like, you're just like, will he finally reach the new form and do anything in this show? <laughs> Or is it just going to be like this for a month? And it was like that generally. I think it's actually kind of fun to listen to this side of it because I know nothing about Dragon Ball Z. So I know that there's a lot of screaming, but there's no fucking, right? Mm, There's some sexish, sexiest stuff. I think more of the Japanese, like pretty much everything in America they've cut out. There's some weird stuff going on there. We're lame. Yeah, there's some weird (laughs) sex stuff going on. But it's always like kind of inappropriate. Um, the sex over there, you mm-hmm. know what I mean? In certain ways, like uh, it just—it's like we, you know, there's always something kind of undercurrent of like that just feels off. I wish I had a good <laughs> yeah. example of that. You know, I will I say mean, though, I've I watched hentai. I, I get—I'm I, picking up what you're putting if, down. If and when I go with Lexi to Tokyo and Japan in general, which is like one of my big bullet points I want to do in the next few years, um, I definitely want to go on like a tour of love hotels in Japan. That is like Ooh. a big, big one for me. I want to go to as many different ones as possible. Kind of like in Blue... Blue uh, Valentine. Valentine. I was just about to bring that up. No, you never bring that up. Why would you bring that up? Yeah, that fun <laughs> scene in the love hotel that they have. It's not fun. It's very where upsetting. Where they're drinking the vodka and everything. You know what I mean? I that still really- haven't seen Blue Valentine. 
I think it's on the list of movies that Jackie told me not to watch because it's too sad. <laughs> yeah, just in one night, Blue Valentine, Dear Zachary, uh, you know. I did all these punch. years. Y'all have been talking about Dear Zachary for years, and it, and like an album, I was like, in my head, just I was like, I guess I don't know that film. And then I realized I've totally seen that movie. Oh, really? Like in 2010 by myself. What? In my room, like oh. when I lived in like a hallway, I just would watch Netflix documentaries, and I realized I know this this movie you guys have been talking about for years and I'm like oh shit that movie I've yeah. never talked about that movie with anybody because I was just alone in my room late at night watched it and then I was like what did I just watch yeah, dude. and I've never <laughs> spoken about it meanwhile apparently I've been in a, in a surrounded by loved ones who've also been traumatized by that movie yes oh, yeah yeah it's one that I still think about I think twice a month at least it's very upsetting yeah, I just, yeah. I just ran through like all of the big events that happened in that movie in my head as you were talking about it, and I'm just like, I want to fucking cut my penis off or something. You know what I mean? I mean, I think that might just be a good idea, but I'm not the one that told you that. <laughs> Page Seven is brought to you today by Burrow, makers of furniture that's designed for everyday life. When was the last time you gave your sofa a second look? Now might be the time, because there's almost no way your sofa can compare to the award-winning Burrow Sofa. I want my Burrow. A sofa's a hug you buy for your buttocks. You gotta treat your butt with love. Burrow sofas are made with high-quality materials and sturdy, sustainably sourced hardwood. And if you don't want no scrubs hollering at you from the passenger side of his best friend's ride, then you gotta live like you deserve more. How many times... Have you been driven down to Ladesville with a scrub on their no-good, piecemeal, most likely soggy with bedbug eggs couch? If you're like me, at least 32. Burrow sofas are made with naturally scratch and stain-resistant fabric, which is perfect for keeping her nice when you have extra down under soggy. Leave this spot cleaning for the inside of your grown-up daddy's CRV. You have a couch and it's trashy. Ooh, yes, son, I'm talking to you. Want to get with me with a bad couch? Oh, no. I need my burrow, burrow sofa. What? The sofa's got a what? A built-in charger. And you can charge your phone between the cushions. Dude, you can be in full wallow mode post making another horrible scrub decision just because you liked that he could pull off a backwards hat and still charge your phone. And putting it together is super easy. It comes together in minutes. Just like this scrub who shouldn't get no love from you. And they're easy to take apart if you move and you can add or remove seats as much as you need. Which comes very much in handy when I have my whole meat wad over for all my summer BBQs and my hot dogs that very quickly devolve into eyes wide shut. Whatever your reason, there's definitely a good reason to upgrade to a burrow sofa. Get $75 off of a new sofa and free one week shipping by visiting burrow.com slash page seven. That's B-U-R-R-O-W dot com slash page seven for $75 off a new sofa. Thanks again to Burrow for supporting the show. Speaking of the opposite of cutting your penis off, did you guys see how wholesome Guy Fieri's Hollywood star walk of fame, whatever the fuck it's called, ceremony, he got the star, guys. He's on the walk of fame. I'm very, very proud of him. I'm very excited. But also, did you see Molly? I know you hate, <laughs> Ma- I know you hate Matthew McConaughey. 
<laughs> I, I, go ahead. Explain, explain the connection. But he went to the ceremony and he spoke because they've been really good friends for a very long time. Right. And he used to, so Matthew McConaughey used to live in an Airstream. And when he was living in the Airstream, he was drive around and he started watching Diners, Drive-Ins, and Dives. And he kind of got obsessed with it. So he like he found out a way to get Guy Fieri's telephone number and like called him up and was like, hey, this is Matthew McGonaghy. And he's like, I just wanted to like talk to him about where he should go when he's in this airstream of like what and like every time he was in a small town of like, have you heard of this place? Where should I go? And they became like these friends over the phone. And when Matthew McConaughey moved back to L.A., they just started hanging out all the time. And they just became they're like truly like they're like best friends. I I would pay a substantial amount of money to hang out with those guys on right in a backyard in an inflatable pool (laughs) with a bunch of joints and a bunch of bad beer, cheap, shitty beer. Here's the thing. Yeah. This story makes me like Matthew McConaughey way more right. because my problem with Matthew McConaughey is that he takes himself too seriously. All right, all right, all right. And that's, of course, how he opened up the ceremony, which I, that does make me cringe. Yeah. But, you know. He always has to do He's got to do it. It's his, his thing. He's got his thing. And what I love about Guy Fieri is that he does not take himself too seriously. And so it makes me like Matthew McConaughey because when I unfairly probably – I, when I think about Matthew McConaughey now, I just think about him doing those damn car commercials when he's talking nonsense, and he's like, "Rather mid of the night," and I'm just like, yeah. "Shut the fuck up!" I just like, and <laughs> I should know. think about him in the 1996 film The Newton Boys, back before he was Mister Mister Sex Big Shot, right? And right. so, because I at know first he's I not that ta- pretentious. At first, I thought you were talking about Guy Fieri in the car commercial, and I was like, "What fucking car commercial <laughs> yeah. is that?" He and wouldn't then I, do now, it. Well, talk about opposite approaches in cars. Matthew yeah. McConaughey is like, I like to just drive and look into the distance. And Guy Fieri is just like, I'm Guy Fieri, we're rolling out. Like, I like to eat a burger in mine. <laughs> I'm able to think about nothing sometimes. Hold on, I can do it right now. <laughs> so I, I'm actually totally charmed by this friendship. Absolutely. I just feel like they obviously would be fast friends. I love how... Um, yeah, I think I used to just immediately want to hate on Guy Fieri based on his looks, his sort of smash mouthness. But it's now, very smash mouth. Oh, so Holden, I know that you're new here, but you're saying his name wrong. His name is Guy Fieri. I Fieri. know, I know. So you know please. what? Fieri. Fieri. Uh, Fieri. Okay. <laughs> so I, I want to be na- <laughs> I, my power. I want to hate on frosted tips, is what I'm saying. Okay, but not Ouch. everybody is Fred Durst. With frosted tips, you know. Yeah. I think Guy Fieri is not like he's like the anti-Durst. You Agreed. know what I mean? Agreed. Yeah, he's of a course. Pure beautiful soul. And you know what? Maybe Matthew McConaughey used to be that way, and then he spoke to Guy Fieri, and he found the light and he found the love within himself. That's actually what Matthew McConaughey <laughs> was talking about in the actual like ceremony speech. He said like this is a guy I met who was curious and was dealing with some newfound fame and wanted to talk about how best to navigate it and he said he always remained exactly the same. Authenticity. We talked about it the first night we met and in a business where you can be anyone you want to be you've been you the whole time and that ain't easy. And that's so I that's cried when I, will, I read it. I will say though it's just so obvious that they're just the t- type of dudes who just get fucking hammered, hammered. together. Yes. Absolutely. Bullshit for out. You just gotta be you. You know what I yes. mean? Oh, yeah. just, you. Just Tom's in... a flat circle, but man, I'll have another course. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I agree. It's it's like, 
They gotta. They're the type who I feel like get, they get drunk on like fourteen light beers. Yes, you know, oh, yeah. all day. Yeah. It's an all, all day, day affair. Yeah, yeah. I would totally do that with them. And yeah, I think that Matthew McConaughey. I think that he's probably his best self around Guy Fieri. That's the thing. I Maybe know. just be around him when he's around Guy. Yes. And if he's not around Guy, just be like, dude, I'll putt-putt tomorrow when Guy's around. Right. You know what I mean? I'm not putt-putt with you. I'm not going to go to the course with you today. Right. Because okay? you're going to cheat. You know what I mean? He's going to do He's going to get cocky. He's going to cheat. And you're like, it's putt-putt, dude. I'm fucking about to hit a ball into an alligator's mouth. Yeah, but how cute would they be playing putt-putt? Oh, my God. <laughs> with the I would love that. With big sloppy hot dogs, you just sauce getting all over you. Nobody cares. <laughs> Nobody cares because you're gonna throw off all your clothes and jump into the pool after that. And then guy saunters up to you and says, "Hey, you know what I mean, Holden? How about we take this to a new level? To Flavor you know I mean? Town, baby. <laughs> Flavor yeah, Town, he turns right? up. He takes you to Flavor Town. I want to go to Flavor Town with him so badly. And then I suck his dick. <laughs> Yay! I'd have. I can you imagine how beautiful our children would be? I know he's very loyal to his wife. You know, supposedly we've we've read the blind items. So we've heard we've heard some grumblings over the years. But grumble, at least it's grumble. not that he's cheating on her with other women. True. <laughs> so there you go. So oh, okay. So that's the whole it's thing. a lavender wedding. But I think he does really love. I just learned the phrase lavender wedding um, this week as well, which is talking about like the old Hollywood uh, marriages of people that needed a beard, essentially. Ah, like yes. what Hugh Jackman has, what John Travolta has. They're referred to as lavender weddings. Interesting. 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 But talking about other things that are wholesome in the news, did you watch the clip of Lil Nas oh my singing God. Old Town Road to the oh elementary my. school? So there was this. So, oh, <laughs> guys, I love positive news. I love it. <laughs> I was watching this on the train, and it was like rush hour at like 59th Street, and everyone around me was miserable. And I was just beaming, just like looking at my phone, beaming. And I was laughing so hard and smiling. And there was like tears in my eyes. And I would look up around me and everyone was just like so miserable. And it's, I had to fall back to the phone. About. It's, it's particularly <laughs> an awful day in New York today, by the way. It, it, it has looked like it is like 8 o'clock at night since like 3 p.m. It is horrible. Just like him and Billie Eilish, I'm so like afraid for them. Because and they're just, so young. I just want to protect them. Yeah. They're no. so young and they seem really great. Yeah. And I'm just so, I'm just like, I know you're, and it's what, it's, I, although Billie Eilish, as much as I love her, is not innocent. Yeah, oh, yeah, for sure. <laughs> I but I mean. feel like, I feel like I'm feeling like a protective parent for the first time ever with this rapper and this pop singer. That's right? how I felt with the Stranger Things kids. Yeah. And, was, and we I were know. right. Yes. But, well, Millie Bobby Brown is driving now, so I guess she can kiss whomever she wants on a pier. Uh, it's so crazy. Like it. Well, and it's not, and I was not worried about the choices they would make. I was worried about the untrustworthy adults like Drake. Like Drake, I'm coming for you, dude. Talking Whoa. to you, Drake. Drake, Drake. Or should I say cake? Because I'm a bake you. <laughs> yeah. Or so should we say Jimmy from Degrassi? I remember when you were in a wheelchair. Yeah. <laughs> you Canadian. Lil Nas X is just. <laughs> them fighting words, Holden. <laughs> <laughs> Lil Nas X is so young, and but not like child young, right? He's like a young adult. Yeah. yeah. But he's just so sweet. But that's why he was just so adorable because so they so at Landers Elementary School in Cleveland, Ohio, at the end of their talent show, the kids sang Old Town Road. It went viral. When he saw it, and he's like, I'm going to come and give you guys a free concert. Five days later, he shows up and surprises the entire wow. school and and does like a full free concert for them. And he was just so excited to do it. He's like, "You guys love it. I want to be. I want to show you that like that people care." 
essentially. Oh, and that so just melts great. my heart. That's the kids so were so excited. Yeah. And I've been around large groups of elementary schoolers when that song plays. And I can confirm that it is the most beloved <laughs> song since, like, the last time I remember there being a mass reaction to a popular song like this was, like, Justin Bieber, Baby. Like Whoa, that, like, really? That's, is, like, Yeah, because you're around ago. kids all the time. I'm around kids all the time, like, almost every day of the week. And, like, yes, of course, there's been popular songs since then. But in terms of, like, the, like the, tr- like the Beatles-esque yeah. mass hysteria, <laughs> like, it was, like, I, Bieber was truly a unique thing to be around elementary schoolers for. Yes, for sure. And Lil Nas X feels very, like if that song comes on the, every kid is just so happy. And so watching that video and watching those kids just, and they know every word and they're like, the horse is in the back. Yeah, yeah they're that's like, you saying all this technical <laughs> stuff about owning a horse. They're it's so, great. It was so, I, that's why I was beaming so hard. And you know I hate kids singing, but this just was too, I mean, yeah. you can't, like. Because it's not kids singing like, hey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is. <laughs> <laughs> oh. um, there was no vibrato in this, you know. Not, not to change the subject. Well, this is along the same lines. Did you guys talk about when they did the High School Alien production? Maybe I wasn't there for that episode. Yeah, 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 we, yeah, we talked about that. And you saw, did you watch the video with Sigourney Weaver when she showed up at the school oh. and she talked to all the kids? And I just love that that's happening more and more. And that is 100% the celebrity, you know, you, you would aspire to be if you did end up in that position. Like how, yes. like I love, like one of my favorite videos, oh, not to bring up Taylor Swift, but she surprises, <laughs> she surprised, this is kind of before she became mega, uber, mega, mega famous. But she surprises this, like, fan of hers at her bachelorette uh, party or whatever, I think, or, like, rehearsal dinner. Yeah. And it's, like, made her day. And she was so sweet and brought her a, a present. I you love that I mean? shit. Or those videos, like, who is it? Is it Ellen or Jimmy Fallon or whoever who will have, like, there was one with Adele where people were, like, looking at the camera giving testimonials, like, about what Adele means to them. Well, they were Adele, trying to, they were going for Adele impersonators. Impersonators. And Adele, impersonator. And Adele thank you, thank was there you. also being an Adele impersonator. Thank you, thank you, thank and you. And it was so, uh, like, yeah. And then she comes awesome. out and then they all burst into tears. Yeah. And I feel like there's a couple of other examples with people. Um, recently, coming. there's, uh, I forget the name of the song, but the 1975, which is a pretty popular band right now there they have a music video where it starts as fans singing into the camera they just think they're there for this like video shoot and then like the lead singer sort of like pops up behind them and surprises them and yeah. it's very wholesome and fun. Yeah. I def- I live for that shit. Yeah, it's good. That are like that when stuff. Tom Hanks was in Central Park and he just happened upon a couple taking engagement uh-huh. pictures and then he's uh-huh. like, I'll be in them and it's just Tom Hanks <laughs> just like hanging out in the picture and just uh I that's love the, that. That's the kind of celebrity I want to be and it is very fun going back to the Matthew McConaughey thing getting that level of status where you can just be like, I like that guy. I'm just going to call him and try to be his friend. And I can yeah. because I'm Matthew McConaughey. You yeah. know what I mean? Like just getting to have that ability to just like, oh, I want to work with that. You know what I mean? Or like, I would love to just sit down and talk about, you know, dinner with it. You know what I mean? I don't know. That's yeah. the kind of shit. That's the kind of shit. I love it. Yeah. I love it. I also love how involved Elton John is. Uh. When it comes to, guys, Rocket Man comes out this weekend. Uh, and I don't know if you guys feel the way I feel about Rocket Man, but I'm very, very excited to watch Rocket Man. I am too, especially after the endorsements you're about to get into, which I won't reveal just yet. But I will say, the more and more I think about Bohemian Rhapsody since I saw it, I saw it, I was like, I thought that was all right. You know, whatever. 
one more thing about them, I'm like, you know what? No, they just turned their back on a lot of obvious. They were. It was like afraid of its own sexuality. That movie. Yeah. And it really was kind of gross. Like in the thinking about it, how much they held back from you know, and those prosthetics were too big. This looks like the movie I would have the Bohemian Rhapsody I would have wanted. I totally agree with you on that. I really enjoyed watching Bohemian Rhapsody at the time. I was like, this is really fun. And but then then the more I thought about it, the more I read about it, I was like, there was a lot of missed opportunities. Yes, there. and where it looks like this movie is going to be a spicy meatball. Mm-hmm. It's going to be a species spicy meatball. And the fact that Elton John, so Elton John also met up with Taron Egerton, who plays Elton John in the movie. He met up with him three or four times to like talk about things and also give him encouragement. And Elton John would like listen to some of the songs uh, back and just be like. That sounds great. I love that you're taking it and also kind of making it yours as well, which is something that he really wanted. But the big thing is that I guess a lot of the studios wanted to tone down the sex and the drugs in the movie so that um, it would be PG-13 and not rated R. And Elton John was like, I didn't live a PG-13 life. I mean, I did a lot of drugs and I had a lot of sex and it was definitely like, especially when you get that, like he had worked for a long time, but got that uber famous kind of fast that he, even though he had been working, but you know, it's like, it's one of those things where like, it just snaps. And so watching everything, he said he sobbed through the entire movie because they did it right. And talk about a ringing endorsement for a biopic. Are you kidding me? That's insane. And you don't usually get that with a a biopic, right? Because usually the people are already dead. Right? So like to have them emotionally, all I have to say, goodbye, Yellow Brick Road. Hello, man-on-man action. I hope they're on the (laughs) roof. I hope they're in the basement. I hope they're in the, you know what I mean? I hope it's just a, you know what? I hope that there's just 30 straight minutes Two men having sex. <laughs> yeah, someone saved my life tonight with your penis. Even though we know that that is about him uh, being in a relationship with a woman, that's what changed his life. Of course, but- yeah. I was sugar bear on my penis. On my penis. On my penis. <laughs> a sugar bear on my penis. Especially when soundtrack that... on my penis. <laughs> <laughs> Especially when that sugar bear is played by Rob Stark. Yes, Ooh. please. Hello. I mean, that is not his name in real life. I forget what his name is. Who really cares? He's Rob Stark. I, I just refer to him as fuck eyes. Meow, meow, meow. I don't know who's to blame, if it's the Midwest or if it's just my like something more specific than that it's not the midwest i take that back i had a totally (laughs) bland relationship like the blandest of relationships with uh mainstream like pop culture as a kid Mm -hmm. and i just never developed a relationship with elton john and i feel Mm. like i need to learn to love him and i think that this film is going to be my way in you know, I think um, uh, it was actually Ed uh, from the Brighter Side Roundtable. He brought over, I think, what was it, Tumbleweed Connection, right? Yeah. On vinyl, and I'm trying to remember the other uh, name, but it, just a few albums I hadn't actually, oh, you know, everyone knows, like, Goodbye Yellow Brick Road, which is, a, that's the name of the album, right? Yeah. Which which is, like, an incredibly classic album, but then you hear these other ones, too, and you're like, oh, my God. Tumbleweed Connection, I think, is my favorite Elton John album, and that's hard for me to say, but I think it's my favorite. And I think the first, actually, before that, I listened to that, it was um, Captain Fantastic, uh, uh, which Captain is this. Captain Fantastic. It's this concept album. It's, like, this double album, and it's sprawling, and it's great, and there's a lot of songs that you probably haven't heard before, and it's all incredible, and you're like, Oh, this guy's like on another level. Yeah, that's, that I didn't even realize. And I just meant, like I said, I think it was just my own. Yeah. I had like my, 
my own weird I I was so weird I didn't engage with pop culture for a long time and then it was more maybe it was a, it was if anything it wasn't the Midwest at all but it was a small town thing maybe like I just was exposed to like only kind of top 40 hits. It's crazy because I look at you and I'm like she must have been at TRL in Times Square like every day. <laughs> <laughs> oh your signs. booty shorts. I, I mean, looked oh, just yeah, so it's with all it. over you. I heart Carson Daly signs and stuff I, like that. I really thought that was the kind of girl <laughs> you grew up as. I feel like I was just I was so sh- <laughs> like sheltered that I I was able to to the extent that I was able to kind of catch up uh when I like you know as I grew up and was like 22 years old and being like have y'all heard Bob Dylan this is fantastic <laughs> like yeah. like uh and it wasn't I don't even know why I was sheltered I guess it was my own deficit but but there's just what like were you a, listening to like gangster rap what was happening no I mean that was she's was, a ska and, baby oh until yeah until I was okay. in sixth grade I was like so socially isolated that I didn't listen to anything pop. I thought pop was like, I was like my way of like hating everybody was course, being yeah, like yeah. I don't listen to pop. Hundred percent, it's very similar. And me. then in sixth grade, I started watching. T- uh, instead of watching TRL, I watched the VH1 Top Ten Countdown for some reason. And so then I started learning about pop music. And then you listen to Kiss on a Rose from the Grave or whatever. Yes, Ooh, exactly. Yeah, baby, that was my first slow dance. <laughs> and then I caught up. And then I, and then by high school, then I was like alienated again and, and expressing my alienation through ska and punk but like I just but as a result I just there's just so much good like I talked about this when Bohemian Rhapsody came out like I associated uh, this is all my own problem I I associated <laughs> uh, I only ever heard Queen at like basketball games and so I thought Queen right. was like for jocks yeah yeah and yeah. then only as an, an adult do I realize like Queen has this rich queer history? Isn't that a fun thing to think about? All of the gay hating people inside of a basketball arena screaming the screams of uh, the right. We will of rock Mary you. Yeah. yeah, we are the yeah. champions. Just getting drunk on their own fucking ignorance and just screaming the the the, the yells of a gay man over and over again. I love it. Yeah, and so I just caught up on so and I and you know speaking of the Midwest and it's an amazing relationship with music. I went to school in the Twin Cities and so it was like just like you know Prince and uh-huh. Dylan and like like finally catching up on shit but like but yeah watching Bohemian Rhapsody I was like here I was all this time associating Queen with like basketball games <laughs> instead of queer people <laughs> like what a huge loss that you is know? A, uh, it's a fun game to play basketball game or queer people uh, <laughs> just name a thing it's kind of like the new Starbucks game Ooh, I don't I don't know if that's the road we need to go down I don't know I do find that all of this is very funny that you uh, that you view Elton John Molly as something that the cool kids were listening to in yeah. high school at our age because <laughs> I was a old John but I also saw Barry Manilow seven times so I think that I, you know, I was not, I did not have my my thumb on the pulse. But you keep blaming yourself, but I blame my parents. Yeah. I mean, my parents listened to, my mom essentially mostly just listened to Elton John, Barry Manilow, and the Mamas and the Papas. So I know all about those three people. But that's all I really listened to because I never sought it out myself outside of like new metal when I, you know, crawling in my skin. And I would listen to him like, you don't understand, mom. It's not about just like rainbows and love in my bedroom. My folks exposed me to uh, Talking Heads, Stop Making Sense, mm-hmm. and uh, like Graceland and stuff like st- stuff like that from an early age, which I thought it was all awesome. And it was good. I just didn't like 
it's my same relationship with TV. I didn't like explore. I just watch. I just listened to the same things, and so then it was like this very limited perspective, you know. Hundred yeah. percent. That reminds me actually to bring this up. This is a good time for it. I think I I, uh, I downloaded TikTok. Did uh, you? Oh yeah, mama. I downloaded it, which I can say, uh, oh yeah, mama to you, and it makes takes a different meaning. Yeah, because Actual you're a mother, mama. <laughs> <laughs> and you are filled with child. I will say, I don't know what TikTok is. You need to download TikTok immediately because you Videos? will you will get to understand. It's like Vine. But it's sort of instead of just like short videos, uh, which it had, it, it's integrated with music. So it's almost like a short, little, very quick music video. Just get it on your phone and look at what the kids are into. I'm very Jackie. scared of. I feel like I. I feel like I don't trust you. Get it on your phone and start a scrolling. Because are it you is sure it's not just the Kesha song? I know the Kesha. That's song. That's what I said, and no. I said that to a teenager, and he looked at me like he wanted to die. This is I like, was like, I thought it was the Kesha song, and he song. he literally said, "Oh my god!" Because you, <laughs> you like just got Snapchat, right, Jackie? I downloaded Snapchat. I don't really use it. I don't know how to use it. Jackie, everyone's on. Everyone has abandoned Snapchat. Everyone is definitely on TikTok now. But what do you do with it? Like I don't. I am a thousand years old. None of the children are on Facebook. The children do not like the Facebook. Children do, and good. they're smart. Thank. Oh, good to yes. hear. That is awesome. Yeah. You I can love- call me Regina gums and i want to know what this application is first of all here's a tissue um your gums are bleeding profusely and it's oh my god my gums it's regina gums never speaks it's making me throw up it's making everyone in this post office right now throw up no it's not blood i think it's just mouth tears i i wrote this letter for my daughter who is in the military you just bled all over it so Oof, I'm sorry. Somebody get me a neckin'. I can't say neckin' because I can't cover my, close my mouth out of the way. <laughs> All right, Miss Gums. So TikTok, TikTok is like Vine. Vine is like these, was these short little videos, little like, like, uh, yeah, snips. it's what good pussy sounds like. Yeah, it's like good pussy, right? No, that's a vine. That's a that's a that's a famous vine. I remember that one. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. I know the one that goes, "Do it for the vine," and the little girl goes, "I ain't gonna do it," and then she dances. <laughs> it's a vine it's a was vine. great. I really enjoyed vine. Yeah, vine was at first. I was like, "This is silly," and yeah. then the youth showed me that it was actually brilliant. Yeah, absolutely. And it, TikTok is. Can, TikTok really feels like an extension of Vine. Uh-huh. It is Vine, but with music under it, and it's just a little bit hipper. It's just a little bit, you know what I mean? Like, it's just got, like, a flow to it because they're all doing music stuff. They can kind of slow things down. When you say they, you mean the children, children of the making, world. Children, making the, the videos. Children. children on the planet Earth right now. They like, necessarily pick a song that goes with it? or it just Yeah, I think, I think they either can pick a song or they can, like, make, kind of make one themselves. Uh-huh. Not everyone has a song behind it, but most do. And it's almost like a music video-ish Snapchat-y Insta story. I could just imagine a 13-year-old listening to this conversation and just feeling humiliated. So mad. It's not. It's (laughs) not. So sad for us. And I, I, yeah, I I, I downloaded it today because I was like, I I need to see what this is. And um, I still don't, I don't maybe understand. 
but I will continue to look at it um, at weird hours of the night uh, as some attempt to understand what youth once was. I'm yeah. still scared to put anything on Snapchat, so I just take a screenshot if I take a picture, and then I, I don't do anything with you it. You have to put your breasts on. That's what Snapchat's for, is nudies. It's, it's nudies, but like I don't need to do that. I have I have a grown man that I can just text a, a, a video you send to. Him, but you send him little snaps. I you think Snapchat stick. is for documenting parties and stuff, is what oh. I see people do it with. Like, hey, I'm having such a good time. <laughs> Oh my God, guys, when did we, you can listen from the beginning of when this show started to now and you can just feel how much <laughs> older we are. We're, we've gotten so much older. It's like this wooden <laughs> ship that has traveled out of our 20s and into our 30s. We are all like, I put shelves up last weekend. You're pregnant as fucking shit. I, th- Jackie's, that's I was talking know. to my mother before, and she was talking about, I think I already said this on the show, and she keeps calling BTS BTK, which I think is very funny. I'm like, Mom, it's not. And then now she thinks it's a fun. now it's her bit that she calls it BTK. And I was like, that's not a funny, technically it's not a funny bit. <laughs> he would torture people. He's like, yeah, you can torture people women from inside yeah. their house. <laughs> I'm sure my niece would love it if BTS was hiding inside of her house and watching her while she slept, but I don't think that that's something that we should encourage. All right, guys, admit it. You think that cybercrime is something that happens to other people. Did you not watch the beloved 1995 Sandra Bullock film, The Net? You may think that no one wants your data or that hackers can't grab your passwords or credit card details, but you'd be wrong. I definitely thought I was too poor to be hacked until not that long ago. I guess this is growing up. Stealing data from unsuspecting people on public Wi-Fi is one of the simplest and cheapest ways for hackers to make money. When you leave your internet connection unencrypted, you might as well be writing your passwords and credit card numbers on a huge billboard for the rest of the world to see. Now, the only thing I want of mine on a billboard is a big picture of my rear with light-up letters that say, it won't spank itself because I'm classy. That's why I decided to take action. To protect myself from cyber criminals, I use ExpressVPN. ExpressVPN secures and anonymizes your internet browsing by encrypting your data and hiding your public IP address, which is perfect protection for all my rear pics I'm going to have to take for my billboard. You ain't getting it for free till it's up on our streets. ExpressVPN is easy-to-use apps that run seamlessly in the background of your computer, phone, and tablet. I don't even realize it's doing its job. It's crazy. It's the handmade sale of VPN services. It's truly really easy to use, and turning on your protection just takes one click. Using ExpressVPN, I can safely surf on public Wi-Fi without being snooped on or having my personal butts stolen. Straight up, I got too many revealing pics and videos and loin graphics and PowerPoints filled to the brim with all of my many how-to-get-her-yammin tutorials specifically designed for goth daddy that you know what no one else needs to see. Heck, no one wants to see Get Off of My Lawn, Hackers, because no one wants to see Clint Eastwood's squirtorials either. For less than $7 a month, you can get the same ExpressVPN protection that I have, like putting SPF on your NSFWs. You gotta protect your gentle chubblies. 
ExpressVPN is rated the number one VPN service by TechRadar and comes with a 30-day money-back guarantee. So protect your online activity today and find out how you can get three months free at expressvpn.com slash page seven. That's E-X-P-R-E-S-S-V-P-N dot com slash page seven for three months free with a one-year package. Visit expressvpn.com slash page seven to learn more. Um, making my career with HoneyBook. Please, God, won't my mommy be so proud of me? I'm making my career with HoneyBook. Gosh, it helps me. HoneyBook is an online business management tool that lets you control your client communication, bookings, contracts, and invoices all in one place. Where my bees at? They're living in my pocket, waiting for my mommy. But if you're a creative freelancer or a small business owner, HoneyBook helps you stay organized with custom templates and automation tools and peace of mind knowing that the pocket bees aren't a part of it because it's none of their beesness. You get it? You can even use HoneyBook to consolidate services you already use, like QuickBooks, Google Suite, and MailChimp. HoneyBook has been an organization station lifesaver for me because I don't know if you could tell, but my mind wanders quite uh, quite a little bit, and any menial task can inevitably turn into yellow jackets, no hat upon it. Yellow jackets know how to party. And so do over 75,000 photographers, designers, event professionals, and other entrepreneurs. But they saved hundreds to thousands of hours a year using HoneyBook, so they still got time to get buzzed. You get it? But really, it just gives them a lot more time to be a person. And don't we all just need more time and organization? It's your business, just better, with HoneyBook. Right now, HoneyBook is offering our listeners 50% off your first year with promo code PAGE7. Payment is flexible, and this promotion applies whether you pay monthly or annually. Go to HoneyBook.com and use promo code PAGE7 for 50% off your first year. Get paid faster and work smarter with HoneyBook.com. Promo code PAGE7. Here's what I would like to do. Here's what I propose. Now we have to do it. Let's make a page seven TikTok page and start trying to emulate like what the kids are doing on TikTok. Do I have to show do my we? breasts? Yeah. Yeah. Well, no, that's Snapchat. We're doing TikTok. TikTok. Oh, we're doing mu- TikTok. TikTok's music video. Just take a little clip like, um, uh, uh, yeah, Old Town Road. I'm gonna ride. But you're like on the toilet, you know, whatever. Doing. Do you sing silly. along with it? Like, does the music? You I'm lip, so what? Could you? All right, I'll download it. I'll download you lip. You lip sync. You li- yeah. I'd almost like it a live like scroll through a few because it'll immediately you start scrolling as soon as you download it. I will say that the youth of today are so creative because yes. they're always just like make like they're so funny and so creative because they're always making these little things. Yeah, you they're know? always thinking about how you know. I mean, it took. It literally took me an entire weekend to film two seconds of footage cut together <laughs> that like meant nothing like back in high school, right? Are you looking at it? Yeah, and also, but it is spelled the way the Kesha song is spelled. It so is spelled the way the Kesha song is spelled. Sure You're not that well. Except that the people using it were like six years old when that song <laughs> when came that out. song was popular. <laughs> yeah, because so that came of- out in 2009. So yeah, yeah, yeah. And by, I mean, by the way, this is not something that got popular like last week. 
This is something that's been popular for several months now. Like, we are not, this is not Jackie. I'm not I filling you in on something. I try to stay abreast. There's no. only so much I can read. Well, you got to be abreast on Snapchat, but with TikTok, it's lip syncing <laughs> yeah, to yeah, music. Yeah, I get it. I see what I see. When I say that those kids were six years old when that when TikTok, the song by Kesha, came out, I am not joking because that song came out 10 years ago, which means a 16-year-old was six. All right, this is what I'm going to do. Oh my I god, will, I immediately do not understand what this app. I just I, downloaded it. I'm just like, I don't get it. I don't get it. It's gonna get into my information. I'm gonna set up a page seven TikTok, okay? Okay. I'm gonna attempt a TikTok. Okay. Oh, These are just and teenagers then, kissing each other. Well, there's a, there's there's a lot of weird stuff going on. Okay? I got too much to do to learn oh, about TikTok. Yeah. You don't necessarily <laughs> this may just be a weird thing I end up doing. Okay. I paid my taxes today. I'll do it. I'll definitely do it. But I want to do like old person TikTok. You know what I mean? Like okay. let's play let's play. Can we do Cat, Barry Manilow songs? Yeah, it'll be like Cat this, Stevens dude, and we'll is, be what you know, doing the dishes or something. No, do you okay. remember though? Oh no, does that mean you're gonna be horny? I'm sorry. Oh, right, right. Yeah, well, yeah, actually, it's TikTok. I think it's it's horniness is a part of it for sure. But you know when Facebook started and it was all just kids in college Mm -hmm. with a .edu email address and then it expanded and then, like, suddenly, like, your friend's mom was on Facebook and you're just like, oh, no, you don't get it. The millisecond we get on there, they're going to start moving to something Dude, else. So that's and, great. That's why we got to get on now. I don't mean to fast forward <laughs> through TikTok because it's time for the list, guys. Oh, oh shit. Who's, who's on, on the list? list? Jackie. Gotta, gotta have that list. list. Good job. Oh, it's such all a you good fans, job. All you fans out there who are coming at me, DMing me, being like, you no don't do it right. DMing you. No, no one's doing right. that. No. Sliding into your DMs. You did a really good job, but we're, go- we're going with celebrities with quirky body parts. Uh-oh. I can't wait for this list. I like the use of the word quirky because it is definitely, um, I-, I think that they wanted to use the word weird or creepy yeah. or different, right. but I enjoyed the use of the word quirky because Halle Berry has an extra toe. That's fun. Yeah, I think quirky is hopefully less ableist. Yeah, uh, yeah and of these course, are all... because it's not, because honestly, a lot of these things, you just get, like, she got this toe zapped off. It's like the toe never existed. Then oh, there's oh, Stephen toe. Colbert, which I didn't realize this, but he gets into this on his show often and he makes jokes he's got a floppy lame ear oh excuse me an ear doesn't have a you know we don't have autonomous control over our ears but you can kind of flex your ears right no 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 he it's like it's essentially like it's a fake ear almost because he had all the insides of it scooped out because he had an ear issue as a child so the ear he quotes it as this is just a prop it doesn't work at all Oh, uh. so does that mean he's also he only hears out of one ear? Correct. Oh, like George Bailey. Mine is I have, life. Mine is I have two big cysts on my body. One is on my back, and one is on the back of my neck. Didn't uh, you get one, one of, of them lanced? Uh, I got uh, yeah, I had multiple. Um, I had another on my neck that I got rid of, and I my buddy uh, Ryland, who who used to play for Cobra Starship, um, who did the Snakes on the Plane song. He would like kind of comment on it a lot. So actually, when they got all the gross goo out of it, I was like, "Hey, can I keep that?" And I gave it to him as a present. That's you know, truly you just, disgusting. <laughs> you just need one on your pussy and on your crack. There you go, you and know, then I'll have you it. Got all. your neck, your back. <laughs> <laughs> I got sis. How about yeah, yeah? I like that a lot. Yeah, yeah. So, anyways, that's my weird body thing. Yeah, well, you know what's weird about Vince Vaughn? He's missing his thumb tip. But the thing is that you wouldn't care about this, and it wouldn't matter. Yeah. However, he was a water polo. Uh, he was a water <laughs> polo player, and he wanted to go professional. But I guess I don't know nothing about 
water polo, but I guess it really hindered how he performed, so he went into acting instead. Mm. Wow. Interesting. Is it a hole? What is it, a net? Uh, the, I think it's because in water polo you have to hold the ball so tight. Yeah, you know, it's they're a like always slamming that ball down. I think it's called a gloogie. Oh, all right, I've got my gloogies, and I'm putting it in my holes. Um, could you please stop bleeding into the pool water? It's just, it's oh, disgusting. Oh, you talking to Regina Gons again? I, I, I do, I don't know who. I'd, I'd rather you be shitting in the pool right now than like, this profuse bleeding that you're I doing. I like that Regina Gums has a gum problem, but Joe's shoes, totally normal relationship <laughs> with shoes. Oh, no, no, no. He, his shoes are, are uh, actually physically welded to his feet. Oh, no, and also, doesn't he off. become a hawk? Isn't that what yeah, you Oh, yes. He, he, he turns into a hawk, hawk, but the, since the shoes are welded to his feet, he's a hawk with, like, do, like just sneakers on. Flying through. <laughs> Graceful sneaker flying hawk. <laughs> flying through the air. I don't know. You got a better character than Regina Gums. <laughs> oh, Regina Gums, though. She used to be a mermaid. Profusely bleeding Regina Gums. <laughs> <laughs> She's not allowed in any pools. <laughs> but you know who is allowed in pools? Ashton Kutcher with his webbed toes. See, there you go. But that's, I, I don't think I've ever seen, does webbed toes actually look like a duck's foot? I don't think it's to that extent. I think right. that it's just like, I think they're just more connected with like a connective <laughs> tissue. I think it's another thing that's very easily taken care of if you want to or if you care, but I don't think he cares. Or if you want to swim better, right? Doesn't it help you swim better? That, oh. How could it not? Right? But I mean, yeah, you're not, it's not like he has duck feet. No, but it's not no. like a duck's foot. If, yeah, yeah. if it was like Ashton Kutcher has one duck's foot, that would be a fun <laughs> that fact. That would be amazing. See, that's cool. That's just God, fun. I wish that we could have fucking little bits, little animal parts as, as just our little corks. Just choose one body part to replace what with an, one what animal, animal part. What animal part are we talking? What are you going with? I, what are you going with? I, got, I think I got to go with like a little bunny rabbit tail. Mm, I think oh, tiger, that's cute. Tiger's ears. A tiger's ears. Uh huh. Yeah, Jackie. Honestly, first thing I thought of was the uh, snout of an otter. <laughs> that is the first thing I thought of. <laughs> because they're so cute, and I'd be like, rah, rah, rah. but I think that I wouldn't be able to talk anymore. But would you guys listen to a podcast hosted by an otter? <laughs> <laughs> I, I know, like, I feel like I have to say yes right now, but my everything in my core of me wants to scream no about that. Because you'd have to have a whole otter face, really. I don't think you could just, like, you're... Today in otter news, those three otters stole a pumpkin from Miss Krampus's. It's time for the list. <laughs> you guys ready for some blind items? You better oh, find them. We, we can't, can't see them. You, man, that was, see, the beginning part you got, Holden, and then you really right. just, you know, it just went sideways. That's, I get it. <laughs> like that movie, Upside yeah. Down. Yeah. Oh, oh, I thought you were going to say or sideways. sideways. Like, Nothing like that. <laughs> I was like, that's a running joke. I, I like to say, like that movie, and then name a completely different movie. <laughs> um, it's obnoxious. Uh, okay, so here we go. The former child actor turned tween actor turned A minus list adult actor slash addict slash racist shot some undercover uh, behind the scenes video of the weekly thing the former A plus lister does. Gotta be Lindsay Lohan. 100% not. What? Whoa, wait, I'm She's sorry. She's racist? 
Remember when she screamed at that Muslim woman? Yeah, that was rough. But I think that she was trying to be good and she didn't mean to be bad. But that does not make her not racist. That was, that's a video that's, right there. Sometimes the definition of racist. That is, yeah. a video to, yeah. that is a video to maybe watch, but maybe also just stop watching five minutes in. Wow. So you're saying good. they used to be an A-lister and now they're yeah. not anymore, but now they're racist. Are we talking about Mel Gibson? No. Very fallen from guys. Younger. Fallen from grace for sure. And think about the weekly thing the the um, A plus lister does. I, it's, Are we talking about two people or one person? Yeah, yeah. So this person, who was a child actor turned tween actor turned A minus list adult actor slash racist slash addict, who was kind of fallen from grace at this point, uh, shot undercover scenes of a weekly thing. The I don't think former, but okay, A plus A plus lister does. The weekly thing the A-plus lister does, they shot secret footage of it. So we're trying to guess two people. Two people. And neither of them is Lindsay Lohan. And neither of them is Lindsay Lohan. Uh, but around that age group. I would say the first person is around that age group. Maybe both. I can't. I don't know the other person. That, the other person is like um, ethereal. and then. Uh, All right. Give us another hint. Okay. Um, a bad up. actor who's been in a really good music video. Macaulay Culkin? No. Good, good guess. <laughs> That's a good guess. He's um, not a bad actor. I, uh, sorry, Macaulay. Culkin. Tried to be, uh, tried to be like really artsy and like really with it and kind of wokey. And I w- but Joaquin Phoenix is. I was going to say Joaquin not, Phoenix. Joaquin um, Phoenix, but I would say similar. Not nearly as good of an actor as Joaquin Phoenix. I do not find this person to be a good actor. Not Jared Leto. Ruined a franchise with its fourth installment. This bad actor ruined so many good hints. Ruin helped ruin not all that person's fault, but helped ruin. Helped ruin a franchise. Child actor. Dumb name. Has a stupid. I feel so dumb. (laughs) I hate this. I hate it. I love it. I love it, but I hate that. I feel so dumb. (sighs) He? Huh? More hints? Yeah, but the ones you've given are so good. But if you can give one more, I'm gonna say. I mean, this is going to make it more obvious. First name rhymes with Maya. Shia LaBeouf. Oh, Shia LaBeouf. 100%. And guess what? What's a big weekly event that's happening right now that a lot of people are talking about? The Olympics. Uh, no. The Voice. <laughs> no. A weird, it's not like a, a, a on TV. It's not on TV. But Oh, it's not talking. a TV thing. People are talking about it. I'll give a really obvious hint in a second. Do you want me to give a really obvious hint? Yeah, hit us. Jack, you wanted to talk about it today, but we had. Oh, Kanye's thing. Yes. Oh, Sunday service. Yes. Shia LaBeouf was seen last Sunday entering the Sunday service sesh with an unidentified woman in a like weirdly big dark green down jacket with a quilted pattern that I think maybe they were like he's like definitely hiding like a little camera something in, here or something. in there. Um, well, of course, West has been hosting weekly Sunday services since last January. Ah. At various locations, featuring West as a rapper turned preacher in front of a live band and choir, all wearing matching monochrome uniforms, which feels very cult like, whose goal is to, quote, administer and communicate the message of love effectively, end quote, according to West's cousin and collaborator, Tony Williams. Because I know we will go down the Sunday service hole at some point, and I'm oh, a little a scared about it. Right now, where do we stand, uh, Molly? Yay or nay on Sunday service? I'm ready to learn about it. I. Know that I've spent a lot of time defending Kanye on the show, but it's not something I'm interested in doing anymore. <laughs> <laughs> and so I am ready to hear Jackie 
break down the Sunday services stuff. I for us. yeah, I want to say uh, I I I think it's creepy, but for now I'm a yay because I do like the idea of I grew up Unitarian, so I like the idea of people just coming together of all different you know, creeds and whatever and celebrating just spirituality. If it's Mm -hmm. a pure instance of that, then I can get behind it, Jackie. I we'll get into it. We'll get into Ah, it. Jackie's a day. We'll get into it. Uh, uh, Here's the next one. You don't ever get to ask questions of this A plus list singer that are not approved in advance. It is why the interviews with her are rare and boring. Mariah Carey. No. Is it Beyonce? No. A plus list singer, like te- definitely right now for sure. Britney Spears, no. But they're rare right now. Is she young or is she old? She's yeah, I'd say young. It's not Taylor Swift. Yeah, it is Taylor Swift. Whoa! Even- oh well, she also just did that whole thing too, where someone asked her like, "You're almost thirty. You gonna have kids soon?" And she was like, "No." Don't ask me this. I'm not going to answer this. It was a recent interview asking if she planned to become a mother one day, to which she quickly shut down, saying, and I I, I've, I, really appreciate the way she handles this stuff. I really do not think men are asked that question when they turn 30. So I'm not no, going to right. answer that now. Go for her. She's right. Yeah, she's fucking right. And, yeah. and, right. and uh, yeah, and also during Reputation as a whole, she went radio silent interview-wise. It was actually a big, she's actually now doing interviews again. But that entire al- album was about her going through her like dark bad girl phase, and also about her being like, "Oh, my reputation shattered." So I think it was even just inherent in the publicity not to do interviews, uh-huh. right? Yeah. So, anyways, that's that. Go for um, her. Go for her. Right. All right. This A-list director had his significant other with him at one point on his trip outside the country. She was nowhere, though, when he hooked up with a waitress in a back room at a bar during the middle of the afternoon. <laughs> like she was nowhere. She was nowhere. She vaporized. She, dis- she disappeared because Ooh. her role as girlfriend was not needed at that time. Oh, I see. Was it a, Are we talking a, about a lavender wedding? Yeah, was it? Is it? Is, is it a... Um, no, no. This I believe this man is straight. Um, a list singer director, and I just gave you gave it away that it was. It's a man, but of course I said the word director, and how rare do we need more female directors out there? So. <laughs> A, a, <laughs> an A-list. I'm going to say um, M. Night Shyamalan. No. Big, big, and pretty, pretty big in the, in the world right now. I'm looking forward to this person's next film with bated breath. Ooh, is it the dude that did Hereditary? No, but that's a great guess. I dude. definitely want to see that person's next Midsummer. Movie. Have you not watched the trailer for Midsummer? <sighs> no, I have not. It looks I, good. Uh, who are the directors that we're all excited about right now? Except uh-huh. all I can think of is Ryan Coogler. Ryan Coogler, the guy. Who's is it done... him? No. Okay. Uh, but no. you're talking. Are we talking old or are we going like Quentin Tarantino? Hundred <laughs> percent. See that? See that's just like he's just a. You, you know, you just keep hearing more and more, and it's hard. It's very, it's difficult. I, I am looking forward to Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, though. Yeah, with his wife uh, Daniela Pick, and he was recently. They were recently both at Cannes. Ah, uh, yeah, con- baby. Con. I mean, I hear Cannes are where you know what happens at Cannes uh, gets put into blind items. Gets put into blind <laughs> items, baby. <laughs> and that's what we're here for. Thank you guys so much for listening to this week's episode. This was this was just a delight. We will go down this. Sunday service hole at some point. I think that I'm just, you know, it's, uh, I got, I have a lot of feelings. I have it's a lot of feelings. T- it's a it. tough one to navigate, but it just, fe- it definitely feels a little, I mean, whenever everybody's dressed the same, 
singing <laughs> songs on a weekly basis. Uh, you know what I mean? About like very broad stuff. And I, and uh, I don't know, maybe the person at the head of it definitely kind of thinks they're God. And that's not. <laughs> has has re- created several <laughs> albums about how he is God. <laughs> we all do this. Thank you guys so much for joining us this week on Page 7. My name is Jackie Zabrowski. You can follow me at Jack That Worm. Also, we got a new thing on the Patreon coming up for our $5 and up. Patreon members at patreon.com slash page seven. Um, you can get ad free page seven episodes. So mosey on over. I mean, you know, I'm not going to, I'm going to throw it out there. I work hard on the ads, <laughs> but do. I you think that I do. understand they're just, it, there is people that are against it and I get it very much because you know what? I forward through ads on most of the podcasts I listen to. I hear you. Yeah. But if you love Jackie, you gotta love those ads. You gotta love those ads. You're forced to by law, and she will send people to you. And by the way, I will speak for Molly. I will speak for everyone that is friends with Jackie, that's anywhere near Jackie in the vicinity of working with her or anything. We're all frightened of her, okay? You wait like, until Thursday service starts. You wanna talk to a goddess? You Jazz wanna come on out. in? What's her name again? Jism. Jism. Yeah, yeah. Jism is going to start a Sunday yeah. service. Jism is going to be presiding over Thursday services. Everyone has to wear mesh, and you're not allowed to wear anything underneath it. And we're all just going to sing songs about how we love to live life in a positive manner. And also, if you don't, and if you look me in the eyes, you'll also be murdered. <laughs> oh, my God. They're all dressed in white. Oh, no, wait. That's just calm. They just are covered yeah, in Yeah, Jism! <laughs> 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 uh, you can follow me on twitch.tv forward slash Holden or so. And my name is Molly Neffel. Hell yeah. Thanks, everyone. And again, we got we still got some tickets left for our live show June yes. 9th at the Bell House. I love you guys. Bye. Bye. This show is made possible by listeners like you. Thanks to our ad sponsors. You can support our shows by supporting them. For more shows like the one you just listened to, Go to lastpodcastnetwork.com. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. The savings rock when you find a new way to roll. Like sharing the ride to work. Even if you're commuting just a few days a week, Commuter Connections can match you with others who live and work near you. It's easy and free. Plus, you can get cash and other rewards for carpooling, up to $600 a year. Get rolling on a new way to work with Rideshare. Register today at commuterconnections.org or call 1-800-745-RIDE. That's commuterconnections.org. Some restrictions apply.